We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The 2025 recruiting class is now on the clock, and we're breaking it down on today's episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How we living? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Just in case you're new here, I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks over on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. It is Tuesday, January 23rd. 2024 and we've got another Oregon recruiting episode for you guys. I know there's a ton of Oregon fans out there that just can't get enough of recruiting. So, I'm here to help you out. But uh appreciate you guys tuning in to today's pod wherever you're tuned in, whether you're on podcasting or YouTube. Appreciate you guys stopping by. Make sure to like, subscribe and follow the show wherever you are tuned in you can find me on youtube at oregon football max taurus and uh do me a little favor hit that like and subscribe button so like i said in the intro the 2025 class is on the clock and dan landing and the ducks are chasing history once again the ducks just signed their best recruiting class in program history in the 2024 cycle but if you look at the grand scheme of things in recruiting not that it doesn't mean anything, but that's yesterday's news. That's old news. Now you got to look ahead to the 2025 class, the next crop of high school talent that the Ducks are going after, and they're already off to a pretty solid start. If you're looking on the screen here, we have the 2025 Oregon football recruiting class here. You got four guys, so not uh, not huge numbers-wise, but you got some really solid momentum with the guys that you have so far starting things off with Tampa Bay tech wide receiver, Dallas Wilson listed at 6'3, 180 pounds out of the sunshine state. Really, really like the tape that he has put on. He's listed outside of the top 50 right now, but I think he is going to be a five-star when things are all said and done. There's going to be plenty of huge interest in Dallas Wilson, despite his verbal commitment to Oregon. Then moving down the list, you got San Diego, California, Lincoln quarterback, Duck Legacy, Achilles Smith Jr. 
and this is a recruit I am super, super excited about. Listed at 6'5", 200 pounds, just sitting outside of the top 100. He is one of the best passers in the entire country. And I think part of the reason I'm so excited about Achilles Smith Jr. is because of the tremendous upside that he has. After getting to see him a couple times this past season in 2023, went to a couple of Lincoln games, there's definitely some room to grow in his game, right? Uh, I think physically you're looking for him to put on some more weight because this guy is a, a legitimate six foot five, six foot six. Just like I'm six foot, but when I interview this guy, he towers over me and is looking down at me. So this is a huge, huge guy who definitely commands a pocket, a presence in the pocket, or just when you're talking to him. Um, great, great kid. But uh, getting to see him play in person, you, you know, there's a ton of arm talent. I love the accuracy with which he he throws the ball. Does a pretty good job taking care of it, too. Doesn't turn it over too much. But I think the part of the, his game that I'm the most excited about is probably the upside that he has with his legs. If you watch him play, if you look at the tape, I don't think you see a lot of six foot five quarterbacks that are moving the way he does. So I know a big part of his focus this offseason is staying in the weight room, pumping iron and just bulking up his frame because I do want to see him run more because he is such a gifted athlete and a gifted runner. But with that, you have to be smart with how you run the ball. Don't take unnecessary hits. Take what the defense can give you. Uh, but, you know, every now and then maybe you just got to have some fun with it. But that's going to make him a continued problem for opposing defenses as he continues to level up his game. And then another guy that I just got to see recently out in the Lone Star State is Pflugerville, Texas, Weiss High School wide receiver, Adrian Wilson. He is committed to Oregon currently, but it wasn't always the case. He flipped from TCU to Oregon, uh, thanks in part to a big relationship with Antonio Parks from his time over at Arizona State. He's now working uh, under Junior Adams with the wide receivers at Oregon. But I got to see Adrian Wilson play in the National Combine out in San Antonio earlier this month, and he was, without a doubt, one of the best wide receivers uh, out there. Um, and he's going to be someone that's fun to watch uh, mature here in the 2025 recruiting class. I think the guy that is probably above him right now in terms of one of the guys that was the best performer out there at the National Combine is, is Jamie French. Uh, who's currently committed to the University of, of Alabama. Actually, no, he, he he recently decommitted, excuse me, but he was committed to Alabama. He decommitted on the heels of Nick Saban's retirement. He is one of the best wide receivers in the country, five-star recruit out of Jacksonville, Florida, Mar Mandarin High School. So as for Wilson, he's super, super polished, great hands, really good route runner who can create a ton of separation, but he's also super physical, not the biggest wide receiver you'll find. He's listed at 6'2", uh, just under 175 pounds, but crazy athletic, can certainly jump out of the gym. One of the best receivers that I've personally been able to see uh, in my time covering recruiting. Um, just any, any guy that you line up in front of him, he is going to do his best to compete and you know try to embarrass him because he's definitely got plenty of swagger to his game. He is an elite competitor. And then rounding out the class, you have Chavez Thompson, an interior offensive lineman out of Melbourne, Florida, U Galley High School. Um, he is listed as a three-star, but I think now that you're seeing a lot of these guys get out to camps, get out to showcases, combines, and they have a whole another year of football 
left to play in their high school careers, I think you could see a guy like Chavez Thompson really raise his stock. Uh, Alik Terry certainly knows what he's doing with offensive linemen, and he's from his home state of Florida. So you got to figure that that's a guy he feels really good about now that he is currently committed to Oregon with, with room to grow. But my focus on today's episode of the pod is really to give you guys a good look at some of the top recruiting targets for Oregon here in the 2025 class. Might do like a little bit of a two-parter thing, more of an offensive focus today, and then a defensive focus later on in the week possibly. But let's talk about the 2025 class and some of the top names to know for Oregon. So you got to start at the most important position on the football field, right? That's quarterback. You currently have Achilles Smith Jr. committed in the 2025 class out of San Diego. Really, really like his game, like I just mentioned saying, but um, like I just got finished saying, but do you want two quarterbacks in this class? I think that that's a really important question you got to ask yourself because you have Dylan Gabriel for 2024, but you went into the transfer portal to get a pair of really talented quarterbacks. The other one, of course, being UCLA's Dante Moore, a former Oregon commit before he flipped his pledge to UCLA following the departure of Kenny Dillingham. So now that you have Achilles Smith Jr., at least verbally committed, right? You also have Dante Moore, who's already enrolled uh, and, and rocking with the Ducks. Do you really have a need for a second quarterback? Because I think since you took those two transfer portal quarterbacks, one of them being a long picture, uh, a long-term, excuse me, solution at quarterback, I'm not sure if you necessarily need another quarterback in this 2025 class. But at the same time, you never really want to turn away uh, a lot of talent. I mean, you saw what the what the Buckeyes just did recently, right? They got Julian Sayan fresh off of his uh, transfer from Alabama to Ohio State. They also have Aaron Nolan, a really talented left-handed passer out of the Peach State, that being Georgia. And then you also have Will Howard, who comes over from um, Kansas State. So if you're just looking at a quarterback room, I know that you want to have that guy that you tab as your guy, but it never hurts to be able to stack elite options in the transfer portal or uh, in the high school rankings as well. But if Oregon is looking to add another quarterback from the 2025 class, I think there are a couple names that you're going to want to keep an eye on in the 2025 class from across the country. Notably, a couple guys from the West Coast, the first one being Bear Bachmeyer out of Murrieta Valley in Southern California. Um, he is a four-star guy, also heavily linked to Notre Dame at certain times in his recruitment, but he current the Irish currently have a verbal commitment from Mississippi quarterback Deuce Knight, another left-handed quarterback that I got to see this past spring on the seven-on-seven circuit at OT7, but he's really, really good. Six, four and a half. He's already committed to Notre Dame, but Bear Bachmeyer, a little bit of a smaller guy, six, one and a half, 225 pounds, but he has made a name for himself as one of the better quarterbacks here in Southern California. Haven't gotten to see him just yet, but hope to see him in person someday soon. Then you also have Hassan Longstreet out of Corona Centennial. Definitely a storied program, national powerhouse, home to guys like Vontez Perfect, as well as a current duck, Gary Bryant Jr., uh, one of the wide receivers in Junior Adams's room. Uh, you have him. And Longstreet is a guy who is, he might be the most physically gifted quarterback in this 2025 class, Hassan Longstreet. But 
He has a really, really strong arm, good athleticism, and can run the ball for sure. I've gotten to see him in person a couple times. I saw him at Inglewood, and then I saw him one time last year uh, in the game against Modern Day. So when you're going against Modern Day, it's not the easiest measuring stick, and that was definitely a tough day for him. Um, but they were able to knock off St. John Bosco in uh, the playoffs. Actually, wait, no, I think – no, they didn't. Bosco knocked them off, but that was a crazy game, and Longstreet had the Huskies in contention for that game all night long. So you got to keep an eye on Hassan Longstreet. I still kind of feel like I don't want to say he's an unknown because clearly programs know about him with 29 offers, but I'm just really curious for a guy like this, what kind of steps does he take with his game because he already had such a cannon of an arm. I want to see how he can develop technically uh, and where we see his mechanics grow, how he throws with anticipation how he's able to throw off platform and, and fit the ball into tight windows. Those are some of the things that I want to see from Hassan Longstreet, the quarterback out of Corona Centennial. And then the last guy I think that you maybe want to keep an eye on if you're an Oregon fan is Malik Washington out of Severn, Maryland, Archbishop Spalding High School. He's 6'4", 200 pounds, four-star guy, got national offers. You see Maryland, Penn State, Texas A&M in the mix there as well. If you're watching on YouTube, 19 reported scholarship offers. I don't know a whole lot about Malik Washington, but just from conversations that I've had, you know, with people close to the program, this is a guy to watch. And then again, it kind of just has to do with what does Oregon ultimately want to do at the quarterback spot? Because you want to have plenty of guys, but there's no position that is more important to recruit Van quarterback and Oregon fans certainly know that firsthand. You just came off two great years with Bo Nix as your starting quarterback, but now you're going to be in a brief Dylan Gabriel era. And then I think after that, you want to try to get back to that multi-year starter kind of guy. So keep an eye on those, those guys for quarterback for the Ducks in the 2025 class. Now we're going to move on to running back, another really exciting group for the Ducks. You got uh, in the 2024 class, you have Dejon Riggs out of Washington, D.C., the prep level, and then you have Jay Harris from Northwest Missouri State coming over from the transfer portal to kind of fill a little bit of a void that was created by Bucky Irving's departure to the NFL. Another guy you got to know in the 2025 class, the biggest name to know, in my opinion, if you're an Oregon fan at running back is Santa Ana Modern Day running back Jordan Davison. This is a top 50 level guy, number two running back in the country, according to the 247 Sports Composite. I first saw Jordan Davison when he was just a sophomore in 2022 when I first moved out here. And let me tell you guys, he looked like a college back from a physical standpoint back in 2022. So two years ago, he was already looking like uh, a man amongst boys, but he has continued to have uh, no shortage of options. Every school in the country is going to come after this guy. You can see on the screen there, 50 reported offers uh, with with schools like Texas, Texas A&M heavily in the mix. He was actually just at Texas this past weekend. He told me he's going to be visiting Texas A&M this weekend before getting back out to Oregon on February 3rd. And I think this is an interesting recruitment for Oregon because you missed out on Nate Frazier in the 2024 class. You were in a really good spot for him, but he ultimately committed to Georgia and stayed true to that commitment. So 
He's going to be heading to Athens to play in the SEC. But hey, you got another shot with another top, top West Coast back in Jordan Davison. He's one of the best running backs that I've seen. Really, really physical, great vision, and can do a little bit of everything for you. I don't think I've seen as much as I'd maybe like from Davison in the passing game. So I want to see how his receiving skill set can develop looking into the 2024 season. We'll see what they do as the modern day Monarchs play one of the best schedules, one of the most talented schedules in the country. They go national and then they also play, of course, in the Trinity League, which is pretty much the toughest league in the entire country. But Jordan Davison is a name you gotta know if you're an Oregon fan, 5'11", 203 pounds, and um, just they really do get a lot of really talented running backs out of modern day. So you miss on Frazier in 2024. I still don't think that that's you know a big issue for Oregon. Obviously, you see they're going to be able to attack, attract top running back talent, but you get another shot with a top guy on the West Coast, the top guy on the West Coast in Jordan Davison, and then staying in Southern California for another top running back, one who actually just got a visit from uh, running Oregon running backs coach Carlos Lachlan. You got Carson Cox out of... Hesperia, California, Oak Hills High School. He's a guy who continues to raise his stock after a very strong junior season over at Oak Hills. 14 reported scholarship offers, mostly West Coast, but I believe he just recently got an offer from USC. So he's continuing to kind of establish himself as one of the the top guys that you got to know on the West Coast. And I think he even though he's not super, super highly rated, like I said, now he's a four-star, but I believe Oregon offered him when he was a three-star. Um, the Ducks recently got him on campus for the Colorado game last season. So they do have some momentum in this one. And then the fact that Oregon was able to visit him, I know that uh, Carlos Lachlan is very interested in what Cox brings to the position. Um, and he's another big back, six foot 190. I think if you're looking at the type of running back that Carlos Lawson likes to get, it's a do-it-all guy, someone who's fast, physical, great hands, can block, can hang on to the rock. And uh, you also got to have it between the ears. You know, how do you adapt to the system? How quickly can you learn the playbook? Uh, and I know that Jaden Lamar played a decent amount for Oregon last year. So Oregon has shown that young guys can see the field at the position. We'll continue with breaking down some of Oregon's top targets in the 2025 class after this. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? 
You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres. Appreciate you guys tuning in to today's pod, wherever you're tuned in. If you're on YouTube, do me a quick favor. Just asking you guys to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. It is a tremendous help, and it only takes a second or two out of your day. So rolling right along, we already hit quarterback. We already hit running back. Let's talk about the wideouts because the Ducks already have two really good players committed in Dallas Wilson out of Florida and Adrian Wilson out of the state of Texas by way of Alaska. That was kind of a cool fact that I got from Adrian Wilson when I interviewed him is that he's originally from Alaska, but moved to Texas to kind of get in that big time sports scene. So they already have two really good commitments, but I'm telling you guys right now, those are going to be very hard commitments to hang on to. That doesn't mean that Oregon won't hang on to them. I'm just telling you, there's going to be some heavy hitters that continue to pursue those guys. Uh, Adrian Wilson told me as much that some big schools are still coming after him. Uh, You got Texas A&M. They're going to stay in the mix there. Um, You also have Penn State as another one. I think Louisville was another one that he mentioned. So some big-time guys are going to continue to go after Oregon. Uh, Oregon commits despite their verbal commitments, and you would kind of expect that to be the case, right? Let's talk about one big target for Oregon. That's five-star LSU wide receiver commit DeCorian Moore. He's listed uh, inside the top five on the 247 Sports Composite, the number one wide receiver in the country, number one player in the state of Texas coming out of Duncanville High School. And Oregon has recruited Duncanville in the past. They haven't landed a commitment from a Duncanville player since Cam Williams in the 2022 class. He since flipped to Texas following the departure of Alex Mirabal and Mario Cristobal. But Oregon is continuing to stay involved with DeCorian Moore. I think I've even seen some chatter on social media about a potential visit. Again, um, Oregon has strong, strong ties into the state of Texas, one of the most talented states in the entire country, uh, along with the likes of Florida and California as well. So LSU is, uh, they're, they're, Killing it right now. You got Bryce Underwood as the number one quarterback. You got Harlan Berry, the number one running back. And then you also have DeCorian Moore. All three of those guys are verbally committed to LSU. But Oregon has had momentum with DeCorian Moore in the past. He's a guy who visited Oregon um, when the Ducks were um when the Ducks were recruiting Colin Simmons, who was also out of Duncanville in the 2023 class. I thought I was about to space on that name, but he eventually ended up committing to Texas. But seeing that Duncanville is one of those powerhouses that's going to have top guys year after year, this is another guy that Oregon has been involved with for a long time. I'm not predicting a flip or anything, but don't be surprised if DeCorian Moore makes it out to Eugene for a visit sometime in the near future. 
Another one that you got to keep an eye on is Isaiah Mosey. Isaiah Mosey is out of Lee Summit North High School in the state of Missouri. Missouri. Do people from Missouri really say Missouri? I'm I'm very, very uh, curious, but uh, he recently got a visit from the man himself, Dan Lanning. He has really solidified himself as a top target for the Ducks here in the 2025 cycle. I've told you guys before that Missouri and Utah are two of those kind of maybe not under the radar states, but they're states that you don't necessarily see a lot of top programs getting a lot of players from those schools or those states rather. But Mosey is one of the very best in the country. Uh, another do-it-all guy at 6'1", 185 pounds, number one player in Missouri and uh, number 15 receiver in the country, according to the 247 Sports Composite. Uh, Lee Summit North is also the school that produced Williams Win Winery. I'm not sure how you say it, but he was a number one guy in the 2024 class on a couple of services, at least for some span of time. So they play big time football there at Lee Summit North. And Isaiah Mosey's got 31 offers. He's been to Oregon before. And I would venture to guess that he is a guy that Junior Adams and company want to get back on campus this spring because he is a super talented receiver. So Isaiah Mosey is another name to know as you're kind of, as we are kind of assembling this Oregon big board. One more name to hit on at wide receiver, and it's a name from the West Coast. We're talking about Santa Ana Monterey Day receiver Marcus Harris. He's another guy that is very highly touted, highly coveted and sought after. Four-star guy, number nine recruit in California and also inside the top 100. Again, all these rankings are by the 247 Sports Composite. That is kind of what I like to use. 28 reported scholarship offers. He was recently out to Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee, to check out the Vols. And he is a guy who I think I could see staying out West in his recruitment. I wouldn't be super surprised. He's obviously got the attention of all those West Coast schools, but he really is a national recruit, SEC, Big Ten. Uh, but seeing him play in person, I mean, he he does everything. He's definitely a big play wide receiver. He's spoken highly of the Oregon staff in the past. We know that Junior Adams loves to bring in Southern California talent, seeing that he is a California native. Uh, the Ducks just got Jack Ressler in the 2024 class, a wide receiver from modern day, as well as one of Harris's former teammates, five-star defensive lineman Aiden Breland. So the Ducks do have some momentum with one of the best programs in the entire country. Um, so Marcus Harris is another name to know at wide receiver for the Ducks and someone that the Ducks probably want to get back on campus sooner rather than later. How about tight end? Let's talk about tight end for the Ducks because that is another really important position that I think they're going to want to hit on, Drew Merringer and co company. Uh, they're going to be losing Terrence Ferguson, Patrick Herbert after the 2024 season, so I think that this definitely becomes a, a position that you have to prioritize. How about uh, Desan Brame? He is a six foot six, two hundred thirty five pound tight end out of Derby, Kansas, a four star recruit and the number five tight end in the country, according to the two four seven Sports Composite. And it looks like Brame is reportedly going to be visiting Oregon on um, on February third. So that's not this upcoming weekend, but the weekend after that. That is another big weekend for the Ducks, Junior Day, one of the two Junior Days. Uh, but he is one of the best tight ends in the country, 33 reported scholarship offers, and recently got a visit from a trio 
of Oregon coaches, Dan Lanning, Will Stein, Andrew Merringer, all hit the road out to Kansas to host, or not host, but to see uh, Dishon Brame. And I think that just with, like I said, the turnover at the position, I think tight end is going to become a big priority for the Ducks. Merringer and company have done a good job in recent years uh, recruiting the position. I think you see Kenyon Sadiq give you some really good snaps this year as a true freshman, seeing what he can do on the fly sweep. I think he's a guy whose stock is going to continue to rise. Casey Kelly hit the portal and ended up at East Carolina. So you're seeing some movement at the position as well. And then the Ducks bring in Roger Saliapaga from the 2024 class from the state of Utah, as well as in-state standout AJ Pugliano. So you got some new talent coming in, but given the two top guys you're losing, I think you want to continue to stack up uh, on some big-time players, and Brame certainly fits that mold. And then you have another one that we can talk about here, and that is Nate Roberts. Uh, Nate Roberts is another guy uh, that Oregon has been pretty high on and is one of the best tight ends in the country. He's a four-star guy out of Washington, Oklahoma, six foot four, 235 pounds. Maybe Ohio State leads as of right now, as you can see there on the 247 Sports crystal ball prediction. But he's a big-time talent and definitely one to know for uh, Oregon fans because he is going to be taking a visit out to Eugene here in the near future. Uh, reports out, according to Sam Spiegelman of On3, he's going to be. he just visited Ohio State over the weekend, and then he's going to be in Eugene on February 3rd. So I think Oregon still has a good shot there. And, hey, we're seeing this recruiting rivalry between Oregon and Ohio State continue to ramp up. I mean, Ohio State's probably the hottest team in the country right now in the transfer portal after adding Julian Sayan, after adding Caleb Downs, and then they just added a 2024 defensive lineman uh, the other day, um, Dominic Kirks, out of Painesville, Ohio. So they're just doing a really good job recruiting guys at a variety of positions, and I think they do a good job of getting the tight end involved. So maybe Oregon and Ohio State have kind of stood out and solidified themselves as some of the big contenders here for Nate Roberts, who has 37 reported scholarship offers. One more position I want to hit on in today's episode before we wrap up, but give me a second to take a little sip. Okay, a couple guys we got to talk about along the defensive line for Oregon. I think that this is going to be, or sorry, along the offensive line for Oregon. I think this is going to be a big position for them to prioritize. The first one that we're going to be talking about along the O-line is one of the very best in the entire country, and that is Michael Fasusi, a five-star offensive tackle out of Louisville, Texas. Throwing his info on the screen for you right there. You have teams like Alabama and Auburn also in the mix. Arkansas, I mean, this guy's got 36 reported scholarship offers, but we know that Oregon is going to continue to prioritize some of these guys in the Lone Star State, regardless of the position, really. And I think when you look at what Oregon did in the 2024 class, they were involved on a couple of guys from the state of Texas, particularly along the offensive line. Um, and they were in it for the state's top offensive linemen, or at least one of them, uh, with that being Sugarland, Texas, Fort Bend, Christian Academy offensive tackle, Bennett Warren. 
he ended up taking his talents to Knoxville to play for Josh Heupel and the Tennessee Volunteers. But with with Michael Fasusi set to visit Oregon um, this weekend, January 27th, you know, the big names just keep coming. So important that Oregon does a really good job to kind of set the tone here and, and kind of establish themselves as one of the biggest contenders in what is clearly already a national recruitment. He was at Texas A&M earlier on this month, and then he recently, this past weekend, made it out to Missouri to uh, check out uh, the Tigers. But he's going to be in Eugene this weekend, and Alik Terry has solidified himself as a really, really good recruiter, like I've mentioned. Maybe not a ton of, of star power along the offensive line in the 24 class. That's not to say it's not a good class. I mean, I really like what they have in Fox Crater and uh, Shaq McCroy. Uh, Jaquan McCroy out of the state of Alabama. So got some solid momentum in that 2024 class. Why not carry it over to the 2025 class with a guy like Michael Fasusi? And then let's bring it back out West, back out West for another big time guy that we got to talk about that I want to put on your guys' radar. That's Bellevue, Washington standout, Dimitri Manning listed at six foot seven, 340 pounds, continuing to gain some traction on the recruiting trail. Not super highly rated, but let me tell you, some of these guys coming out of the state of Washington can really play some good football. 13 reported scholarship offers, and Oregon is one of the guys that's in on Dimitri Manning, who has been over the offseason uh, one of the top performers at a couple of camps that I've been seeing uh, over on social media and just kind of trying to keep track of some of these guys. So Washington has become a pipeline state for Oregon, and the Huskies, we're going to have to see what they can do under new head coach Jed Fish but Oregon has really kind of had their pick of whoever they want um, from the state of Washington. I think another guy that that just comes to mind now uh, from the state of Washington is actually a tight end athlete that uh, I've covered before, and that is uh, Mukulteo Washington, Kamayak tight end, Teandre Waverly. He's another guy who's visited Oregon quite a few times, but since we're talking about offensive line, I wanted to throw Demetri Manning up on the screen and just throw him out there as a guy that you got to keep an eye on for Oregon. We'll see if he can if he can visit soon because that's a trip that's pretty easy to make coming out over from Washington, right? So you got to know that offensive line's a big priority for the Ducks. Just some final remarks here. Offensive line's a big priority for Oregon because they're losing guys like Josh Connerly, Ajani Cornelius, and Marcus Harper after the 2024 season. So figures that it's a big priority for Elite Terry, Mike Cavanaugh, and Ryan Walk, a new member of the Oregon coaching staff. The former O-lineman comes back to Eugene, uh, to his hometown, to join Dan Lanning's staff. Kind of a cool development, but those are some of the big names that you got to know on the 2025 class for the Ducks. Important for you guys to lock in with me on social media. I am at Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at Oregon Football Max Taurus, and read my written work over at DucksDigest.com. But until the next episode, appreciate you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast.